All right, guys. So here it is. Welcome to the first official episode of the weekly recap hosted by me, your boy, Havoc underscore 3D. So for those of you who don't know who I am, who are wondering who the hell is this guy? Why he does he have a podcast? Why should I listen to him? Uh, first of all, that's rude. Uh, second of all, I'm going to tell you why, because I'm a part time streamer. Um, you can catch me live Monday, Wednesdays and Friday, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern uh at fb.gg slash havoc 3d uh i mostly stream first person shooters play a lot of destiny play a lot of call of duty lately i cannot wait to get into the fallen order from star wars um i just downloaded it i'm waiting for it to become playable in about like another three hours or so um and i'm going to be streaming that uh that's one reason Second reason is I'm funny as hell, man. Ask anybody that watches my streams, I'm a fucking funny dude. But all jokes aside, guys, I really wanted to put this podcast together. Uh, one, because the people that have been following me for the last eight months, nine months since I started this whole streaming um, journey have suggested it to me numerous times. So I decided to just give it a shot. Why not, man? You miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. So... I'm trying to venture out. I'm trying to do new things. And uh, this was something that was suggested to me. So I'm going to give it a shot. And two, I like talking. I guess I got the gift of gab, I guess you can say. is one thing that I've learned uh, ever since I started streaming. Uh, is that I genuinely like to talk, even if nobody's listening. Um, I like to talk about things that interest me and, and nerdy things and all that kind of jazz. And that's really what I want to get across with the weekly recap. I want to be able to take all the things that are happening in nerd culture and entertainment whether it's video games whether it's comic books whether it's tv or movies i want to be able to get all that information together condense it and give it to you guys straight from one source and hopefully be able to start a discussion with you guys start a debate with you guys and get your thoughts on certain things all right, so now that we got our introductions out of the way, you guys know a little bit more about me. Let's jump right into our first topic. And this is something that I have been wanting to talk about and something that I have been excited about for, I want to say, maybe like the past year since it was first announced. Uh, and that is Disney Plus. Now, Disney Plus launched yesterday. And um, I think they're up to like, I think they reported something crazy, like 10 million subscribers or something like that within the first uh, the first um, night that they were out or the first uh, couple of hours. Um, it's nuts. If you have not downloaded Disney Plus, uh, what are you doing with your life? Download it right now. I will pause the podcast and let you download it. I'm just kidding. I can't stop the podcast. This is pre-recorded anyway. But download. Do yourself a favor. Download Disney Plus. It is so, so worth it. Now, this is going to be a serious contender for Netflix. Now, Netflix over the past couple of years has been buffing up um, their lineup as far as like original content and getting the rights to certain movies and certain, you know, nostalgic TV shows and things like that. Um, but quite honestly, they do not hold a candle to Disney+. Plus. I mean, I am... Gonna, I'm, I'm about to be 34. Let's not beat around the bush here. I'm about to be 34 in February. And I grew up early 90s. I was, I was an 80s baby. Early 90s. And Saturday cartoons were my life. 
They were everything to me. And when I mean cartoons, I mean cartoons. I don't mean that nonsense that is on the TV now that your kids watch. I mean cartoons. I mean shows like Bonkers. I mean shows like Darkwing Duck and Tailspin and Gargoyles and Goof Troop. They are all on Disney+. Plus. Um, Talk about feel, going down memory lane. Download Disney+. Plus, and I dare you not to sit there for three straight hours like I did last night and binge watch Gargoyles. I dare you not to do it because I did it. And you're going to do it too if you grew up in that era. Because those cartoons were just magical. It was something about sitting down on Saturday morning with your Corn Pops or whatever cereal, Captain Crunch, whatever you like. Sitting down in the living room, crisscross applesauce, and watching your favorite cartoons. There was nothing like it. There was nothing like it. And uh, I I, honestly, I felt like a kid again. And it was kind of nice because I called out of work because I was sick as a dog yesterday. I had like a 103 degree fever. So being able to legit have an excuse to call out of work, sit there, and just watch Disney Plus all day. I mean, yes, please. It was so good. And not to mention, aside from the cartoons, um, all the original old Disney Channel movies like Brink and Johnny Tsunami... Um, they, they were all on there as well. It's pretty, it's pretty, they got a pretty impressive lineup. And then of course they knock it out of the park by having the entire MCU catalog on there. Um, and yes, Endgame is on there for those of you who are wondering. It's just, it's just amazing. And don't let me get started on the Mandalorian. Now, for those of you who are listening, if you're huge Star Wars fans, uh, and you're huge, you know, nerds when it comes to like the Star Wars lore and some of that stuff. Um, you've known about the Mandalorian for a while now. You know that it was in production. You know that it's been something that's been talked about and something that's been been coming. And it's finally here. And let me tell you guys, it is effing amazing. Um, it was just, I mean. It blew my mind. It blew my mind. I'm not going to spoil it for any of you who haven't seen it or any of you who haven't downloaded Disney Plus yet. Um, All I'm going to say is that at the end of the episode, I was left with a million questions. Uh, It just completely blew my mind at the end. It was great. It was a great uh, episode. Great storytelling. They set up for a fantastic show. And also, you can't go wrong with your boy, John Favreau. Uh, being the creator, the director, the writer of the show. I mean, that guy is a pure genius. I mean, he is the architect of the MCU. Not to take nothing away from Kevin Feige, uh, because Kevin Feige did the damn thing. Um, and he did a brilliant job producing every single one of those MCU movies. But without Jon Favreau laying down the foundation with Iron Man 1, uh, I don't think the MCU would exist today. Uh, so shout out to John Favreau. Shout out to what he did for the MCU. Shout out to what he did for the Mandalorian. It was just, just fantastic. It was just great. Um, I highly, highly recommend you guys checking it out if you're into Star Wars, if you're into any of that nerdy stuff. My only beef right now with Disney Plus as it stands is the fact that when it comes to their original content like the Mandalorian episodes will premiere weekly. 
um, which kind of sucks because this is this is the day and age of binge watching. Everybody is so used to binge watching. So having to wait a whole week before the next episode comes out kind of feels a little bit barbaric, a little bit ancient, a little bit outdated. Uh, but it is what it is. Um, dude, so the next episode, as of the recording of this podcast, it is the 14th. So the next episode of The Mandalorian will release tomorrow friday which is november 15th um and by the time this podcast is out which would be this sunday um you guys can have the first two episodes available to you so that'll be kind of nice or you can take the route that my brother's choosing to take and he is choosing to abstain from reading any articles from going on any facebook pages uh they have to do anything with uh potential spoilers and he's going to wait till every single episode of The Mandalorian is released before he downloads Disney Plus and watches it. So it's your choice, however you want to do it. I personally like to watch it as the rest of the world watches it. But if you want to sit and wait and binge, there's going to be eight episodes of The Mandalorian. The final episode drops December 27th. Uh, so if you want to wait to do like my brother and binge watch it all, you can download it on December 27th or after December 27th, and then you can watch the entire first episodes of The Mandalorian, all right? But I highly, 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 highly suggest you don't do that and you download it now. And even if you don't watch The Mandalorian, even if you just watch any of the other shows on there, any other movies, I mean, it, it's I, I really think that Netflix is, uh, is in for a hurt in here. Now, saying that Netflix did answer back today by releasing um, a statement saying that they are partnering with Nickelodeon um, and together they're going to be bringing new animated series and new fresh new content um, to the channel, uh, I guess, to rival Disney Plus. They didn't, say, they didn't say it outright that they're doing it to rival Disney Plus, but we all know the truth. We all know what's going on. Don't lie to us. Tell us the truth, man. You think you're going to outdo Disney Plus, but you know what, guys? Between me and you, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I loved Nickelodeon as a kid. Nickelodeon had a lot of great shows as when I was a kid, you know. Um, all that, uh, Animorphs, Keenan and Kel, those were all great shows. But I don't think... I don't think they can hold a candle to what Disney Plus has for us already. But we'll see. We'll see what happens when they come out with their joint venture and see what they have to offer. But as of now, Disney Plus is the wave. Disney Plus is the wave, guys. All right, guys, real quick, before we move into the next topic of tonight's podcast, I just want to quickly apologize. I know I sound a little nasally. I know I'm taking some deep breaths, but I'm still kind of sick. I'm still kind of trying to get over it. Um, it's really hard for me to catch my breath, uh, since I can hardly breathe out of my nose, uh, to you mouth breathers out there listening. I don't know how you guys do it. Props to you guys for, for essentially what is the ultimate multitasking, uh, which is talking and breathing at the same time out of your mouth because I cannot do it. I am struggling and gasping for every single breath. But anyway, moving on to the next topic and it's another story that I have been following since it was first released, since we first heard about it. Um, being the nerd that I am, 
being the big uh, CW fan that I am when it comes to their shows like Arrow, like Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, um, now Batwoman. I absolutely, absolutely love when they do their crossovers every year. Uh, the crossover episode is a big episode. It's a big spectacle where every single cast from all all of the shows, Supergirl, Arrow, Flash, uh, now Batwoman, and now this year, Black Lightning is going to be a part of the crossover episode, which in the past years he was not, even though he's on the CW, he's not in the same universe, which never kind of made sense to me because Supergirl doesn't live on the same earth. Um, as the other guys, but she's always there for the crossover. But in any case, Black Lightning is going to be a part of it this year. And this year's crossover episode, for those of you who are living under a rock and have no idea, this year's crossover episode is Crisis on Infinite Earths. Now, for those of you who never picked up a comic in your life, have no idea what Crisis on Infinite Earths is, it is a giant cosmic story that spanned 12 books back in 1985. So these books and this story is actually a year older than me because I was born in 1986. So 1985 is when the Crisis on Infinite Earths started with the first book. And not to give too many spoilers away, the gist of the story is in order to control the multiverse and to bring it all under one cohesive rule or, or way to govern them i should say um you know heroes are selected from each time period uh in each universe and each world to kind of help uh bring balance and order and kind of police the multiverse i would say in a way so in a sense that's what the story deals with and in a sense that's what the show is going to deal with but they obviously they're going to put their own spin on it because they always do um, but I am super, one of the reasons I am super, super excited uh, for the crossover episode this year is because since they're dealing with the crisis on Infinite Earths, they are pulling no stops when it comes to the lineup for the show. They have so many stars that are going to be a part of this show, so many stars that are part of this episode and a part of this crossover that we have not seen in past years. I mean, they're bringing back the Smallville cast. Um, now, I don't know if you guys have ever watched Smallville. I was a huge fan of Smallville when I was a kid. Uh, I love Tom Welling. He was he was, and still is to this day. No disrespect to Tyler Holchin. He is my favorite Superman. He he was just the best. He was just he just bled like he was Clark Kent. He was just perfect in that role. So they, they, they got him coming back. They got the original Lois Lane coming back from Smallville. Uh, they've got Green Arrow from Smallville, Justin Hartley. I mean, they've got an amazing, amazing cast. And they've got my man Brandon Roth, who plays Adam on the series, returning to his roots and donning that cape one more time as the Kingdom Come version of Superman for the crossover. I mean, it's it's going to be fantastic. And if you haven't checked out the photos of Brandon Roth in the Superman Kingdom Come outfit, he looks amazing. Like, shout out to Brandon Roth. Like, he looks dope as shit. And I cannot wait for this crossover to air. It's going to be, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. 
It's gonna. I'm probably gonna cry. I'm gonna eat a lot of popcorn. I'm gonna be less speechless probably. And I mean, I hate to be that guy, but it's rumored that Arrow's gonna die in the crossover. I mean, ah, I love Stephen Amell, man. He's been great on the show. It's gonna be sad to see him go, um, but nonetheless, uh, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great it's gonna be a great show, man. I, I can't wait for it to air. Super excited for it. All right, so here we are. We've made it to the final segment of the podcast, and uh, this is gonna be the segment where I pretty much go over games, what's new in games, uh, when new games are out, uh, when you what news we have related to some of our favorite games um, and some upcoming stuff. Um, so the first game that I really want to highlight right now is Star Wars Fallen Order. Uh, so if you guys didn't, uh, if you guys didn't catch it at the beginning of the podcast, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. I love Star Wars. Um, and I think that was evident by how much I talked about the Mandalorian and how awesome it was. Uh, Star Wars, The Fallen Order, get ready to hear me talk about that game a lot coming up. Uh, it's just, it looks like, it, it's a beautiful game. It's beautifully done. Respawn did an amazing job on that game. And of course, that was to be expected. I mean, look at what they did with Apex Legends. I mean, that game came out of nowhere and just completely rocked the entire world and turned the whole Battle Royale scene on its head um so it was part for the course that they were going to do an amazing job with uh fallen order now with that said i haven't fully played the game yet i played a little bit of it i played you know the 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 first hour of the game the the basic intro mission i would say where you kind of get to know who the main character is and stuff like that um so far, I am loving it. The story seems like it's going to be one hell of a ride. Uh, I really want to know more about who the, the main character is and his background. I mean, it's just, it, it, it seems really interesting. Also, the visuals in the game look stunning. The gameplay itself is smooth as all hell. Um, I love Star Wars game. I've, I've been playing Star Wars games since Nintendo 64. Um you know, and f this is the first Star Wars game that the mechanics feel super, super smooth. Uh, now it is, you do have to play it on controller to get the full effect. Uh, so for those of you who are PC players out there who are, are going to download it on Steam, who have downloaded it on Steam or are thinking about downloading it on Steam, you're going to have to, you, to get the best experience for the game, you're going to have to play with a controller. Playing on mouse and keyboard, you, it's just not going to give you the same effect as playing it on controller um the fluidity of the game um the fluidity of the movements are really made to be played on controller um but other than that i mean the game is a 10 out of 10 and uh if you guys follow me or if you guys don't follow my streaming check me out facebook fb.gg slash havoc 3d um today is well at the time of you at the time of this airing It'll be Sunday, November 17th. Uh, so Monday, November 18th, I'll be live and I'll be live all week playing um, Star Wars Fallen Order. So if you guys want to check out the game, if you guys want to see how the game plays and listen to my commentary on the game and check it out before you make that purchase, be sure to go to my Facebook. Once again, fb.gg slash Havoc3D. Hit that like button and check me out. Catch me Monday starting at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and I'll be playing uh, Fallen Order 
the entire weekend. Uh, the next game that I want to highlight um, is one that's bittersweet for me because I don't have a console to play it on, which is pretty upsetting. Uh, but that game is Pokemon Sword and Shield. Now, I haven't played a Pokemon game, I want to say since I was in middle school, maybe. I think the last Pokemon game that I played was uh, was Pokemon Yellow. I played red and blue, and then I played yellow. And then I kind of like grew out of my Pokemon phase. At that point, I went into high school and stuff like that. And then I, I never really was one for like the Nintendo DSs or the Nintendo Advance or any of those other um, Game Boys. Uh, after the Game Boy Color, I pretty much lost interest in the whole in the whole Game Boy lineup. Um, but with the release of Sword of Shield, I've been following it for a long time. Um, and this is, uh, this is going to be the first Pokemon, uh, the first entry into the Pokemon series is going to be made for a home console, uh, which would be the Nintendo switch. Um, and the game just looks beautiful. Like the cinematography of the game, the videography of the game, the visuals of the game. I mean, the game just looks phenomenal. It looks so dope. Um, they've really taken advantage of the, some of the advanced, uh, features that the switch has that people really sleep on people don't really uh give the switch the credit that it deserves for how uh how amazing the games look on it i mean it, you look at uh link's awakening that game looks so fantastic i mean it's such a smooth looking game i mean people really don't give the nintendo switch its credit so i'm super excited and i want to play pokemon sword and shield um so that just means that I'm going to have to buy myself a Nintendo Switch. Um, and shout outs to me because Christmas is coming. So I guess I'm going to be the one to give myself a nice little Christmas gift and get a Nintendo Switch. I'm going to get the light though. I'm going to get the light just so that way I can, you know, carry it around and, and stuff like that. And when I'm on long train rides down to the city, which I often tend to find myself on, um, it'll be nice to have the Nintendo Switch light, uh, Oh, with me so I can play it on the train and stuff like that. So that'd be cool. So I'm super excited to play that game. So look forward to that. I'm pro that's probably going to be some new content on the channel as well. Uh, once I do pick up the Nintendo Switch Lite. So again, guys, if you don't follow me on Facebook, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, man. Just every you, I know you have a Facebook page. Every single one of you guys listening, I know you got a Facebook page. Just head over fb.gg slash Havoc3D. Check me out. Um, and then the last game that I'm going to talk about. Um, is a is an older game. It's a game that's been around for a long time. It's a game that anybody that follows me and that has followed me for the past eight months, um, has been with me since Twitch and followed me over to Facebook. Anybody that knows me knows that this game is near and dear to my heart. This is my numero uno game. This is the game that I champion all day, every day. That I will continue to play until my last breath and that game of course guys is destiny now the cool thing about destiny is that now destiny is free uh it's free across all platforms pc xbox playstation 4 obviously it's not on the switch um but yeah it's free to play now um which has been awesome for the destiny community because now we have a whole breath of new players coming into the into the world of destiny learning 
learning about the game, learning about the lore, getting their feet wet. And it's been it's been good for the community. Now we you know there's the 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 number of players that are out there, um, the number of clans that you can join is just astronomical. And if you've never played Destiny in your life, I highly suggest checking it out now that it's free to play across all platforms. It is just it's just a rich a rich game with a rich history. There's a lot of lore to the game. There's a lot of backstory to the game. And there's just hours and hours of fun to be having the game, honestly. If you like looters and shooters, if you like games where you have to level up your character and build your character, and if you like those kind of games, Destiny's the game for you. There's a lot of looters and shooters out there. Uh, first one that comes to mind is going to be Borderlands, which is also a phenomenal game. I love that game as well. But... I think in the genre, Destiny does it the best. Destiny does it the best um, with their mix of PvP and PvE aspects, uh, with the whole uh, with the introduction of quest lines and, and and there's there's no amount of things that you can do in the game. Like there's no limit to what you can do in the game. Pretty much, let's put it that way. Um, there's always something to do in the game, whether it's uh, you know, following a quest line to get a specific gun, to get a specific piece of armor, uh, doing raids to get seals and triumphs for your character. Um, it's just it's just so much fun. And then, of course, if you're a PvP person and you just like being in multiplayer lobbies and shooting people up, I mean, that's there too. Uh, it's just a great game. And like I said, it's free to play now. Um, so if you've never played it in your life, I highly, highly suggest. I've been playing Destiny for the past five years. Um, I actually was one of the first to play the Destiny beta for Destiny 1 before uh, the actual game even came out. And we're talking about, you know, late 2013. Um, and we are in 2019 and I am still playing this game. I still love it. I still find new things to do in it. Uh, it's, it's, it's just a fun game. So I, I highly, highly suggest you guys checking that out. All right, guys, so we are at the end of the episode. I sincerely hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you so much for those of you who tuned in, who listened to me gab uh, and go on for the past 25 minutes and change. Uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Um, you can look forward to new episodes of the podcast coming out every Sunday. I'm shooting for 12 p.m. Eastern. My life can get a little bit hectic sometimes, but I'm going to try to stick to that schedule and try to make sure that I have them uploaded and ready to go for you guys to listen to. Um, so really quickly, before we end the podcast, I just want to give a quick shout out to two of my sponsors, uh, MagnaCore Energy and Opseat. Now, you can check them out both on their websites, respectively, uh, MagnaCoreEnergy.com and Opseat.com, O-P-C.com. Uh, MagnaCore Energy is a brand new uh, startup on the market. It's an energy drink. Uh, it's tailored for gamers. Uh, it's a new sugar-free, gluten-free, no crash, no nasty bitter taste. Um, you know, it, it's way healthier for you than if you were to go out and buy uh, Red Bull and buy Monsters. And for those of you guys who are hardcore gamers out there, you, you need your energy drinks. You're going to sit down for a five-hour session uh, to do a raid in Destiny or to spank some kids in Modern Warfare. 
you, you're gonna need that energy and the, the healthy alternative is gonna be MagnaCore Energy. So check them out, MagnaCoreEnergy.com. Use the code HAVOC3D at checkout for an extra 10% off. Um, and then Opseed. Opseed is the wave, guys. Opseed is one of the leading manufacturers of gaming chairs and gaming desks that are out there uh, their chairs are super super comfortable they're made to last they're durable i mean i i, I i'm a big dude you know i'm i'm six foot i'm 235 pounds this chair does not buckle under my weight it's super comfortable it comes with a lumbar cushion uh, so again when you're sitting down for those five hour sessions you're gonna be happy you have this chair uh, so go check them out, opc.com. Again, use Havoc, uh, use code HAVOC3D at checkout for an extra 10% off. And uh, that's it. That's the end of the podcast, guys. Don't forget, check me out on Facebook. I know I've said it a couple of times on the podcast, but every every new follower, every person that becomes a part of the community, it, it, I'm appreciative and and I just, I just love you guys. So check me out, fb.gg slash Havoc3D. And uh, I will see you guys later. Peace.